0: Welcome to the Friends I View podcast, where Sean and Jose talk about everything under the sun. Visit com for more, unlock exclusive content on Patreon, and catch our videos on YouTube at the Friends I View. Subscribe for weekly episodes and let's explore the world together.
1: So today's topic is AI, Jose. What's your thoughts on that? I know you talked about the whole Terminator thing. You know, we talked about this beforehand. You
0: know, I believe AI is instrumental in helping um, daily. However, it does have its dark sides. So that's the only concerns that I have with AI. You know, the dark sides of, you know, imitating people's voices, you know, trying to control uh, things that they shouldn't probably control. Things like that. As long as we keep a tight lid on AI, um, I'm sure we can use it for more, um, you know, correct ways, if you will.
1: No, absolutely. Yeah, like, uh, as far as the Terminator thing, I know we joked about that. <laughs> I we have a list of people that if a Terminator knocks on my door, I'm going to let them know they know everything about Sarah Connor. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, nah, you talk? I'm oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Now, what I was thinking as far as like AI, like, I know a lot of people are afraid of it, you know? And I, I think it's like any tool, you know, like a hammer. I can use a hammer to build a house. Which is a good thing. Yes. Which is a good thing. But if I hit you in the head with a hammer, I could possibly kill you. Which is a bad thing. Exactly. It's a bad thing. So uh, it's just like any other tool. Now, granted, there are people that I think w- who would use the tool for bad incentives. Yes. I mean, I mean, look at like Bill Gates. Bill Gates is the type of guy who would use AI to create Terminators to wipe out the population. I'm sure. They do masturbates to the idea of global depopulation. He's like, ah, ten percent, ten percent, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get him on like, don't get him on like twenty percent depopulation because then it'd be like scary movie where she's up on a wall. <laughs> I mean, he talks yeah. about this all the time. So, I mean, those people do exist, but I think technology kind of prevents those people from truly existing to their potential. Exactly. Everybody and what, can what, be what, recorded. Everybody can be <laughs> shared.
0: Yeah, exactly right. And if it wasn't for that, then I'm pretty sure they would try to put their agenda into play. So, yeah. Well,
1: but I think... I think, as far as a species, and we're going to talk about this, I think, more on other podcasts. But I do kind of want to start now. As species, I think that we are far behind where we need to be technologically. Um, if you look at like, if you look at like what we believe to be the age of humanity, which is mm-hmm. ten to fifteen thousand years. Yep. Okay. We didn't really make any real substantial technological advancements until the Industrial Revolution which was late 1800s, early 1900s. Okay. And then the most substantial um, technological advances started after n- around the 40s, 50s to present day. Yes. And where we are as a species, and we kind of talked about the whole new world that people want and different things. We need a new world. It's just which version of new world we want to have. Exactly. Yes, and that's gonna be based off technology. do
0: you think that it's uh perhaps the government holding back the technology? Maybe we do have those advancements, but giving those types of advancement to people all at once would be probably a horrendous idea because I'm pretty sure we wouldn't be able or we wouldn't know how to handle things like that.
1: I do think that they do scale it. I mean, you look at you look at it right now, like let's be honest um. 2004, I remember reading about quantum computers. Yes. Which would totally d- dominate any technology we have now. Because mm-hmm. when you look at computers now, it's binary, it's ones and zeros. Yes. Yep. Whereas a quantum computer does calculations on a quantum level, meaning a one could be a zero, or a zero could be a one, or they could be neither, or they could be in between. Yes. Okay. And that type of technology could answer a lot of questions that we have, because right now we're trying to diagnose diseases on a binary level. We're trying to solve problems on a binary level. Well, and some of the things that most catastrophic things that we could think of, like cancer and different things, yep, those have to be solved, I think, on a quantum level. Okay. And a lot of the challenges and problems that we have are going to be solved at that level as well. Government agencies have those computers. There's a couple of private sectors who have them. Yeah. But they're not mainline. So, and that's been 20 years. Exactly.
0: That's what I was going to say. You first started reading about them in 2004. Here it is a couple months later. We'll be in 2024, which is 20 years later. Are we that, you know... Does the government not have that much faith in us that it takes 20 years once an idea gets started out in public to
1: originate? I think it's a couple of different things. I think it's, number one, trust in figuring out things because there's a level of testing that has to be done. Copy. Okay. I also think that there's also um, a business aspect of things. Like Apple literally makes how many billions of dollars a year by not actually doing anything to their phones?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Like, they're like, next year they'll come out and be like, look, we have an adapter for the home button. It's $80 (laughs) and a brand new phone. (laughs) You know? (laughs) So I think there's a level of milking the profitability out of it. That's true. It makes the world go round. Yeah, but capitalism and... I would argue that capitalism and socialism, you know, as far as those two systems go, when combined together are the perfect scenario because they fuel both parts of what is necessary for our world. We we have, our world evolves around a concept and a system where I can sell products and services, make money, take those products and services that I made money from, buy other products and services that I need. There's no way around it because you look at like the barter system and different things. It's it's it works on a small level, it works on a small level, not on a macro level. Yeah. And it's funny how you should use the word combining
0: because that's what they did in order to create AI. They combined artificial
1: <laughs> and intelligence. <laughs> it's yeah. <violent>. yeah. <laughs> Now I'm really excited about it because, like you said, you, you know I use I use AI for this podcast. Yes. The intro the intro to this Maria, my Latin woman who lost her <laughs> accent during customs because we're like, no, you can't keep that. <laughs> um, she's she's AI. Yes. Um, obviously I use AI for um a lot of the SEO and different things, and I yes use AI for the editing. Yes. Definitely. So AI is going to make our lives a lot better. But I think because we're still so far behind where we should be, this is the first technological, the true technological advance since they came out with quantum computers, but they're not really out. Yes. And so I think we're we're going where we need to be. And a lot of people's concerns are isn't necessarily just that it kills us, but it is it steals jobs. Which I find is funny because like the the two main two main arguments that people have is, it's either going to kill us or it's going to steal our jobs. Yes. And it's like, when it comes to killing, well, if you've ever been to Chicago, you've ever been to DC, you've ever been to San Francisco, there's plenty of people willing to kill you who are not AI. That is true. Um, Just look at the crime rates. Exactly. And as far as stealing jobs, well, let's pick on the Industrial Revolution, right? 1900 Industrial Revolution happens, tractors follow very shortly. Okay. There's obviously less um, farmers than there is now. Yes. But nobody's stopping you from being a farmer. True. Anybody who wants to be a farmer can be a farmer. Matter of fact, the people who do want to be farmers are farmers. Okay. But what it did was it increased production and you see like, even in like milk, And if you compare the output of milk from today versus 1900, Mm -hmm. significantly less milk farmers, but significantly more milk. Exactly. Okay. So Mm -hmm. technology is what actually increases our productivity. And for the longest time, productivity worked for the old world. Yes. Which was, and that's how everything exists now is because of productivity. That's why every time you went to work because you work for somebody. What, okay. What's the only thing they talk about at work always? Productivity, productivity. including productivity, productivity, productivity and doing more with less and <laughs> uh, all, all kinds of things. <laughs> so we need to get away from, I think humanity is at max when it comes to productivity. God. Okay. So max cap, because they're... Because now the idea of productivity is longer work days, because we've seen it. How many people work? 60, 70, 80 hours a week. Yeah. Um, You see in the United States, how many vacation days do people get? How many holidays do they get off? So you've maxed humanity by treating it like a machine, Mm -hmm. as opposed to what it truly is, which we'll talk about in another podcast. Because eventually they will break. Yeah. No, no, we're we're not machines. We, yeah, we get exactly. sick. We need time off. We have emotions. We have feelings. We have a mental state. We have yes. We have hopes. We have dreams. You know, of course, you, you can't treat us like machine. Yeah, you know, for the old world that works, but in the new world, we need to increase our po- our productivity using actual machines. <laughs> yeah. And then people, yeah, the job, there are going to be jobs that are lost, but jobs that are going to be created as well. And then more people could actually own their own business because now they don't have to do employees because they have AIs do a lot of it. So it actually benefits in the long term if you're thinking wealth distribution, because right now, if I'm just an employee, it's hard for me to do an adequate wealth redistribution because the risk is taken by the person who created the business.
0: True. Yes,
1: indeed. Whereas if, you, if majority of people own their own businesses, then the wealth goes straight to them. Exactly. Which I would put in the good category
0: for AI. Now, the bad category is we don't trust our government to begin with. We can't trust video. We can't trust voices. <laughs> we can't trust recordings. So... Now that AI can duplicate a person's voice, pretty good, I might add. You know, what
1: are we to believe now? So that's the tricky part. Exactly. Because there's politicians are never to be trusted. I mean, anybody who actually thinks that a politician should be trusted truly, 100%, there's some that you will trust more than others. Yes. But, I mean, just look at every example of politician throughout life, you know? You know, I mean, look at even Rome. They didn't trust the politicians either. Exactly. They're a necessary evil. That's the thing. And that's where it involves us being more proactive, where they need more groups, watchdog groups, to prevent the government from overstepping itself from doing certain things, you know? Or at least uh, watchdog AI. (laughs) Watchdog AI. I would even argue, I would actually get behind, but it would require us to to equate to a level one civil, civilization, which we're going to talk about. Okay. But I would I would argue that an ideal circumstance, an I, absolute ideal new world circumstance, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, no borders, but the way that you would have to do that is ensure that everybody had the opportunity to to increase their standard of living wherever they were at, right? Yeah. Which would happen if you remove borders and rich people moved or people who had money moved to another country to to, invest and build into. Um, and help
0: that country or that place thrive, yes.
1: Which would actually lower the cost of living <laughs> for everybody else because right now the cost of living is is created because people are living in specific areas yes if we could branch it out even if we increased our population dramatically it would still be it would still be level you know Uh, of course course, it would require an ai to be like even if you establish like a one government to run everything because you always gotta have we gotta have a leader that's it we gotta have leadership um Maybe having kind of like a a a Congress of some sort, you know. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, the executive branch being an AI, meaning its decisions would be based off logic versus feelings. It wouldn't be political. It wouldn't be religious. It wouldn't be. It would be based off of the right thing to do. Purely numbers. Purely facts. Purely. Um even if you factored in, say, polls from people throughout the world, like you can use social media and do these polls. What do you th- okay. what do you think about this topic, this topic, that topic? And then it could formulate and be like, Look, seventy percent of the world thinks you should do this based on the numbers, based on data. Mm-hmm. This is the best route, or this would not be the best route, and this is why. And then let Congress have to decide and revamp it so that it fit the criteria, fit the data. You know, the where it was like everybody, or at least the majority, um, would benefit from that decision. Hmm. Which, which is not happening. <laughs> which, however, is isn't it?
0: Isn't it ironic that it's not? We would have to- in- You would think that's what you would do. Exactly. And we wouldn't need AI in order to make that decision when we can make it ourselves. But we often at times disagree about everything. That's the problem.
1: And it, and it boils down to who we truly fundamentally are, which like I said, we'll talk about this in other podcasts because you need a whole podcast just- to- Of course. <laughs> so I think we need to be- and there was a scientist who came up with an idea, Koshalov. Uh, I pronounced it wrong. Okay. It was like, in 2019, released a document that said there were like five levels of civilization. And for this technology to come out, like AI on a low level is what we're seeing now. hmm Okay. AI on a quantum computer level needs to come out. But the problem is, is we have been decreasing our power output. We've been using Greenpeace and other things in order to... To explain our decrease in power, well, we need to increase how much power that we have and that we use so that we can introduce far greater technology that could open up life expectancy. It could open up chores. could open up better means of travel. It could open up space travel. It could open up, I mean, there's a whole plethora of assumptions of predictions of what we could do what we have so, technology. technology. And a level one civilization, according to that document, says that we need to be able to harness all energy on Earth. Uh, we've cut down oil, and I get it. We should always try to do things better. Of course. But we're going to talk about this in a different podcast, but that is actually putting Europe at a energy deficit as it is. There's going to be people that are going to freeze this winter in Europe and Eastern Europe because there's not enough coal, there's not enough oil, there's not enough things to natural gas for them to even heat their homes. Mm-hmm. So it's... Uh,
0: and, and and them going from one extreme to the other because this past summer was very hot. Yeah. So, you know, they were hot they didn't have AC built into their homes, and now coming up in the winter time, they're gonna freeze. So yeah, it's.
1: uh I mean, you even have a, it's, it's house you but, you I had California rolling blackouts and everything. Hmm? You know? Of course, yes. Uh, so, so the obvious solution is increased technology as far as power. Okay, this is where we've got to really start with, and I think it starts with removing all lobbyists from politicians, making it illegal to do any gifts, anything for politicians whatsoever. Because I understand the business aspect of not wanting, because let's be honest, like even our oil, if all of us were Saudi Arabia and the U.S. was like, hey, we needed more oil, we're not going to give you oil. Why? Because we're going to lose money. Exactly. And everybody's going to be producing the exact same. 90% of us would not do the right thing. Yeah. We do the right thing for us. Yeah, but not for everyone else. for everybody else. And unfortunately, the Jesuses and the Mohammeds and the Mother Teresa's and the whoever else is coherently good in the world, they're not running any corporations or any governments. Yeah. So, so we got to bank on the fact that they're going to do what's best for them. And the only way that we can actually counteract this is by investing in fission. Not fusion. Fusion is good, but fission is better because then. fusion, you know, you're breaking an atom apart. Yep. The problem with that is you have the waste. Now, fission is when you put atoms together. Okay. So basically you're doing what the sun is doing, and that's it's exponential and there is no waste. So that's something to think about. Um, the gravitational field. Nikolai Tesla, I know, was working on stuff like this. And if we can build off, and I'm sure we have built off this in some secret lab somewhere, <laughs> I'm glad, but, <sure. laughs> but put that out there we need we need cheap, effective energy, and we need to increase it at least a hundred thousand times where we are right now, okay, and if we did that and we gave that throughout the world, the standard of living in their economies would increase significantly. We'd also have to do other things like fix the trade problem, which we're going to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, that's a that must talk right there. But yeah, no, I think we we need to start introducing more AI and stop being afraid of it. Use, yeah. it, use it as a tool that it is to increase our productivity, to take away the mon- mundane stuff, to be able to do the stuff that we don't know, so we can Focus on what we specialize on, what we are good at. Yep, and we can we can literally turn this world into what we really want it to be, where everybody has a chance, everybody's making money, nobody's working their entire life, resenting the fact that all they did was work. How yeah. many How many people, honestly, on 90 years old, laying on their deathbed, if you ask them, do you have any real regrets? And they were honest, I promise you, majority of them are going to be like, I didn't live my life as much as I wanted to. There were things I wanted to do that I didn't do. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like unfortunate. I mean, it, it's the way our world was. And that was the old world. And, and I think that's where a lot of like religions and stuff keep trying to push the new world as a bad thing. Yes, there's one version of the new world that I we talked about that can be very bad. But that doesn't mean all versions of a new world are going to be bad. Exactly. It just means one version or some versions are bad. True. We have the option of creating a new world that is good. Yeah. It just requires us to to accept certain things. It requires us to grow requires us to compromise requires us to renegotiate some of the stuff we've done and it get away because I don't think all habits and all things have to change because not all change is good no, true we just need to see it at a different way in a different way yeah we just we change according to what is going to be the benefiting factor overall okay and yeah. and I think. If we do that, I think AI will be extremely beneficial to us in the long term. I'm looking forward to
0: uh, to seeing the world in five to 10 years with the advancement of the AI. I am. But, you know, that... Uh, <laughs> that bull- are are. Let's say again? <laughs> the cat's out of the bag. There's nothing to yeah, about uh, it now. We've really tasted it you know but i i'll always have that those hairs that stand up in the back of my neck you know know. when when even mentioning ai you know because i know the potential i know what the risks are as well so
1: yeah of course i know i know there's people that will talk about these these risks Mm -hmm. and the way i think we should look at is we should look at it like i look at going in the ocean yes I, I love the ocean. Matter of fact, I live next to it. Matter of fact, the house I'm going to build is going to be next to one. There you go. I like going in the ocean. Um, I go in the ocean knowing there are plenty of things in there that can challenge my level on the food chain in this particular realm. Yes. <laughs> I can, def- like a great white, I can challenge a great white level on the food chain, but it's going to require a gun, it's going to require a boat, it's going to require you know, some some benefits of being a human. Of course. Yes. But without that, the great white can definitely challenge my level. But I don't go in the water going fearful that a great white is going to to eat me. Because yes. the odds are so small, really, if you think about it, the amount of millions and millions and millions of people that go in the ocean worldwide versus the amount of people actually bitten by any shark. You have about the same kind of odds of getting struck by lightning. Gotcha. So so it's not like it happens all the time. True. But we go in it knowing that there is a chance, a small chance that it could happen. But there are steps that we can take to prevent it from happening. Like if I get cut, get out of the water. If there's sharks that are visible in the water, don't go in the water. <laughs> if it's during tide, which is yes. early morning and late at evening, um, that's when the fish come in. Yep. So obviously sharks come in. Um, don't go swimming at that time, and don't swim with jewelry because we use shiny things to catch fish. Yes, and they are attracted to. That looks like fish. And if if you do see a shark, don't start splashing. And <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because they're
0: attracted to sound as well. So yeah. what, you're, what you're ultimately saying is, take the same precautions with AI that you would take in any normal day-to-day situations.
1: Yeah, yeah. like like Overwhelmingly, it's good. Okay. Are there people that would honestly do bad things with it? Yes. There's people who do bad things with knives, guns, handle <laughs> and bats, cars, <laughs> baseball bats. <laughs> there was a lady not long ago. Had a fight with her. She was in her. She had a fight with her, her boyfriend, mm-hmm. and literally drove ninety miles per hour, killing seven people. Wow. Okay. Because she had a fight with her boyfriend, so everyone else had to pay for that. Wow. Yeah. So now she may have been a good person, but I would argue she did a very bad thing. Definitely. And so it's like you, you, you know these things, but there's things that you do. To prevent that. Like you lock your house, <laughs> you don't you when you drive, you're aware of people around you. Definitely. You know, there's there's different steps you take that prevent you from really running into the bad people. And and I think we just gotta put those specific steps in play, keep people from those bad people from doing bad things. Mm-hmm. Just like anything else. Definitely. I mean, it is interesting. Like I said, it's going
0: to be interesting to see the world develop in the next five to ten years with AI.
1: I just want a quantum computer, man. (laughs) Because I figured if you could put those in like Xbox or PlayStation, if I'm using quantum mechanics, then that means in theory, if I beat you in a video game, I could potentially beat you in a video game in in this universe and any subsequent universe out there. Yeah, so that means I definitely want. <laughs> we'll see if we can make that happen eventually. Absolutely, looks like we're running out of time for now. Um, definitely, it's been a great talk. I think next week we should we should talk about what humans are. Okay, sounds like a plan. All right, all right, buddy. All right, we'll talk
0: soon. Thank you for joining the friends I view today. If you loved our conversation. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, share with friends, and stay tuned for our next episode. Until then, keep the conversation going.